0: Tito's and Shiner. Gonna be an all nighter.
1: And I just might find her at the Water Burger Line. Dance hall.
0: howdy 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 everyone welcome back to a very special they're all special but this one's this one's gonna be really close the to most our heart. special very close to our heart episode of text ish we have a very important guest for everybody it's a secret right now but you'll know quite soon before we get there we do have as always a couple of not sponsors that we are so thankful for for never mentioning this show at all Thank you guys so much for not talking about us. We will talk about you until the end of time. Thank each one of you for your continued not support. I'd really like to shout them out and just really thank them for not suing us. Also that. So our first hot sponsor today is Tesla. Do you have a little bit of money but want to look like you have a lot of money? Tesla. It's like the rich person car for the middle class tech bro. Tesla, the silent killer. <laughs> Tesla, (laughs) for a safe, sleepy driver. Tesla, for when you think, I trust robots. Tesla, we mostly don't crash. Tesla, the silent killer. (laughs) Our other not sponsor, Traeger Grills. Traeger. For the man who loves smoked meats but really hates doing work. Traeger, have you been listening to too much Joe Rogan lately? Traeger. Traeger. Make sure it's plugged in. Traeger. Did you just do deadlifts at the gym and have some, I don't know, elk or bison? Joe Rogan? Traeger. Traeger. Is your name Joe Rogan? Traeger. (laughs) Not sponsored by Joe Rogan. Not sponsored sponsored by Traeger. Traeger Sponsored by by Joe Rogan. Rogan. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, I have a very thematic day in Texas history for us today. Cool. Did you know, Seth? That, theoretically, the first Thanksgiving ever actually happened right here in Texas. I mean, I didn't know, but I'm not surprised. It is common knowledge that in 1621, the first Thanksgiving was celebrated in Plymouth. You know, Mm -hmm. the rock. The rock. But some say the real first Thanksgiving took place more than 20 years earlier near present-day El Paso, Texas, when at least 400 Spaniards, in an exploration led by Juan de Agnante, feasted with the Mansos tribe. And this Spanish is impeccable. Thank you. You're welcome. Also, if my nose is stuffy, y'all, it's another sick cast for me, but we'll get past that. The seeds of Onyonte's expedition were planted a few years before the feast. Onante was born into wealth and plied his trade for years as a silver miner near his hometown of... You thought my Spanish was good. Zacatecas throughout his <laughs> 20s, meanwhile helping establish smaller missions in the area... I love how these guys were like in their early 20s. They were all very young and mm-hmm. bright-eyed. Like essentially just like imagine a frat guy exploring Mars. <laughs> imagine imagine a Tesla bro. Yeah. In the 1600s, going mm-hmm. to the queen and saying, hey, that land over there. Hey, you know that thing we've never explored? I'd like to take a uh, lot of guys like me and a lot of beer and like <laughs> just go check it out. And we're going to be totally, totally okay. We're going to be totally fine. And uh, after years of petitioning provisional governors, Anyante was granted his contract in 1595, mm-hmm. and his party launched three years later in 1598, leaving with an estimate 400 to 500 people and around 700 head of cattle. And during the 50 day journey across the Chihuahua Desert... It was very unforgiving. Their provisions ran out quickly, and the desert provided little respite in the form of running water or rainfall. But after five days without water, the party finally spotted the banks of the Rio Grande. Captain Gaspar Perez de Villagra, who provided an extensive written record of the trek, this is what he said. The Gaunt horses approached the rolling stream and plunged headlong into it. Two of them drank so much that they burst their sides and died. Two, keep in mind, horses actually can eat too much and explode. Two others blinded by their raving thirst plunged so far into the stream that they were caught in its swift current and drowned. Our men... Dot, 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 Threw themselves into the water and drank as though the entire river did not carry enough to quench their terrible thirst. Then, satisfied, they threw themselves upon the cool sands like foul wretches stretched upon some tavern floor in a drunken orgy, deformed and swollen and more like toads than men. Ten days later, I'm getting there... On April 30th, 1598, Onante decided to celebrate both the near scrape with death in the desert and the party's arrival at San Elizario. However, the festivities also served to announce La Toma, an announcement that staked Spanish claim on the Rio Grande and all its tributaries, making the inauguration of Spain's more than 200-year reign over what would become Texas and much of the Southwest. Wow. So... The original Thanksgiving. The original Thanksgiving. Potentially happened right here in Texas. I love it. It involves horses exploding <laughs> after they eat too much, just like I'm going to explode after I eat too much. Of our mom's home cooking, who is our guest on today's podcast. That's right. It's the Texas, Texas Bros mom.
1: Mom. Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> I don't know if this is desperation on your part, or you're just scraping the bottom of the talent barrel, we but I'm glad to be here. We
0: been planning this for so long, we were driving here. Why do you think we came in early? We, we truly came here to <laughs> record a podcast with you, and just talk. We have nothing specific we want to talk about, sure. we just want to talk to our mom. But our mom has the pleasure of doing
1: our small town of the week. Okay, our small town of the week is... Crane, Texas Crane, Texas
0: So tell us a little bit about Crane
1: Well Crane is a special place to me Because we have some deep roots in Crane, Texas Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have the population? Population
0: 3,067 as of the 2018
1: census Nice, okay Well both (coughs) of my grandparents were in Crane Um, Your, me, mom, big daddy met Mm -hmm. there um, uh, Mima was formerly from Decatur and moved to Crane when the oil was booming. And like it does. Your great great grandparents on your big daddy's side, so my great it would have been my great grandparents were some of the first people to arrive in Crane and they actually lived in dugouts.
0: Are you serious?
1: Seriously. Wow.
0: Do you know what brought them out there? The
1: oil. oil yes. Oil. Yes. So anyway, that was interesting. And then as a little girl, I lived in Crane and uh, spent a few years there in school. And Big Daddy was coaching. And so Crane is your typical little hole in the road, West Texas town.
0: Mm-hmm. And there is a famous person from Crane. Do you know who it is? Uh,
1: the author. Elmer Kelton. Yes. Elmer Kelton. Yes. Yeah.
0: Also mm-hmm. a lot of po- politicians. Clayton Williams. Clayton Williams, Who yeah. is also from there. But more importantly, our mom spent time there. <laughs> spent time there. Spent time yes. there. We're going to get there. She spent we time a couple of places. There. Not jail time or anything. Just. Well, and I figured I, I would also just mention, bouncing off of Elmer Kelton, our Texas badass. Who was our Texas badass? Elmer Kelton. All right. I awesome. just wanted to highlight somebody really quickly from that small <coughs> town. Okay. He was born in April of 1926, and he did die in uh, August of 2009. He was known for his Western novels. He also wrote under pseudonyms Tom Early, Alex Hawk, and Liam McElroy. So he was born originally um, in Five Wells Ranch, which is in Andrews County. Is it really? It really is, yeah. So he actually lived most of his life in Crane, but was not born there. Okay. I thought that was kind of cool. He ended, He ended up spending most of his life in San Angelo. Which is part of, I think, why Dad and Pa have such a, you know, such a fascination, fascination with him. With Elmer. Uh, and I've read some of his books, and they are just like the classic type of, you know, kind of lonesome dove book, you know. Yeah. Uh, cowboy rolls into town. Uh, his know. name is John Wayne. <laughs> his name is Neville Lee John Hello, Wayne. Hello, pilgrims. <laughs> he so he was born in a place called Horse Camp. On the five wells. Nice. Uh, which was owned by a cattle company just east of Andrews, Texas. Oh. Which is kind of cool. Just to clarify, Horse Camp was owned by the cattle... The cattle company, company. Okay. yes. Uh, he graduated from Crane High School and then went to University of Texas. Hook him. He started, uh, let's see, he served in the Army <coughs> with combat infantry experience during World War II. Ooh. So, thank you for your service, Elmer. Thank you, Elmer. From 1948... To 1963, Kelton was the farm and ranch editor at the San Angelo Standard Times in the Hart Hanks chain. So for five years, he was the editor of Sheep and Goat Razor magazine. (laughs) And for another 22 years, he was the editor of Livestock Weekly, from which he retired in 1990. Riveting stuff. He also did a memoir. Uh, His memoir was called Sandhills Boy which Aww. is about him growing up in Crane. And Crane is very famous for the Sand Hills, where you can find a whole lot of nothing and a couple of birds called cranes. Aww. Sandhill cranes, which are an endangered species, if I'm recalling correctly, or at least protected within Texas. Okay. So, his eight Kelton novels, Buffalo Wagons, The Day the Cowboys Quit, which I've read and it's very good, The Time It Never Rained, Eyes of the Hawk, Slaughter, The Far Canyon, Many a River, and The Way of the Coyote, have all won spur awards from the Western Writers of America, Piers, which is basically a Pulitzer Prize in Texas. Yeah, I mean, okay. like Piers in the WWA also named him as the greatest Western writer of all time, Aww. which is kind of awesome. He also wrote a couple other novels: uh, City, The Time It Never Rained, uh, The Good Old Boys, and The Man Who Rode Midnight. They've they've all received awards as well, uh, and then he ultimately won the Own Worcester Award for uh the t- let's see, that's the 1977. Kelton received an Owen Worcester Award for Lifetime Achievement. There we go. Uh, from the state legislator. And that's just really cool. Like he's got honorary doctorates. He's just like an amazing he's just writer. The guy. I mean, I like I like reading about these guys who wrote for, you know, some small cattle magazine and end up writing award winning novels. I just think that's really cool. I love that. Texas and he's from Crane Texas. And he's from, he's from, he's from, Texas. Ellen Kelton? <laughs> We salute. we salute you. Now back to the more important Back thing. to the more important thing. Mom! Mom! <laughs> so. Yes? The question everybody wants to know. Who's your favorite? <laughs> That's not
1: fair. <laughs> Who was easier
0: to birth?
1: To birth? Getting right into it, buddy. Wow. Going right in there. Um, Actually... Both of you were, were pretty easy. I was, I was a great pregnant person. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any trouble. Didn't have any trouble birthing either one of you. So
0: we were normal sized kids too. So it was yeah, just, yeah. You
1: know,
2: okay.
0: Actual question. So you weren't born in Crane, right? Right. How many towns did mm-hmm. you live in? Because you moved around a lot.
1: I did. So I was actually born in Alpine,
2: uh-huh.
1: and from there moved to Sweetwater. And from Sweetwater, moved back to Alpine. And from Alpine, moved to Crane. From Crane, moved to Midland. From Midland, moved to Roswell, New Mexico.
0: And you're just in middle school at this point, right?
1: Uh, I moved to Roswell when I was in the fifth grade. It was April of wow. fifth grade. So by
0: fifth grade, you'd already lived in what, six towns? Six or seven. Quite houses? a few. Quite a few towns. And
1: then from Roswell, we moved to Andrews when I was a freshman in high school. It was Christmas. Mm-hmm. Your Aunt Kirstie was a senior, and it was Christmas, and we moved to Andrews.
0: Do you ever accuse so. Dan of being an alien after your time in Roswell?
1: <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Um when we lived in Roswell, mm-hmm. there was no mention of really? an alien ever. That, so no. that happened
0: later? Or? Well,
1: I think what happened was probably the Chamber of Commerce kind of mm-hmm. locked on to that as something that could Petain. bring, bring in, in. Sure, sure. Yeah. But there was no mention of aliens when we lived in Roswell. Because That's the aliens funny.
0: were so good. They were so good at hiding. There people. You go. And they didn't need money yet.
1: There you go. They didn't oh. run out of
0: funds. How do you think... Because you've talked about it a little bit, but yeah. how do you think moving around so much was formative for you as a little
2: mm-hmm.
0: girl? Go, going to different schools, living in different houses, just learning my, how to make friends, right. to not <laughs> having any control over it. just right. It was almost like every year it was just time to move.
1: Well, you know, um, your big daddy was a football coach at mm-hmm. the time, and that there were a few times there that he got out of coaching and went into the oil business. Mm-hmm. And I my personality type was such that I was up for an adventure. I never felt like it was a negative thing to move. Mm-hmm. I always embraced an opportunity to meet new people, make new friends mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the elder I got, check out the cute boys in, in a I new find place. a lot of your stories involved. Like, we were
0: going to this place, and I was riding with this cute <laughs> boy. I was riding with this cute boy <laughs> whose name is, whose different, name is than different than the cute than boy the from, cute boys the from the other story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of cute boys. What can I say? And
0: then, so you get to Andrews, where we live now, mm-hmm. where yes. Seth and I were raised yes. in the house uh-huh. most of our life right. that we're yes. sitting in now. Yes. You end up being Mustang Beauty, by the way. A few years later, so obviously you got pretty popular, wouldn't you say?
1: Well, (laughs) thank you. Um, You know, I have to say, when I moved to Andrews, I was a freshman, and Mm -hmm. I was well-received. People here were very friendly, and um, I didn't think that I would live here forever, but here I am, (laughs) And
0: well, and a lot of your friends that you kept up with are from here, or you met yes, in high school here.
1: Yes, my yeah. very best friend Lori. Yeah, uh, we met when we were fourteen, so we're celebrating our forty-first
0: friendship anniversary.
1: Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was it was a good place to finish out high school, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: had friends that um, were at college when I went to Texas Tech. So yeah, small R- town Rekham. girl. Yeah.
0: Is that the Reckham? Is that yeah, Reckham. Is? Is, Reckham. Right. Mm-hmm. What What was Andrew's like when he moved here? Was it Boomtown? Was it Bustown? It was
1: Boomtown. The reason mm-hmm. we moved is Big Daddy had been coaching, and he had a job opportunity come up in, in Midland. We had lived in Midland, and mm-hmm. he had connections, and um, both sets of grandparents lived in this area, and he... Took the opportunity, and rather than move back to Midland, he chose to move us to Andrews so that we could be a part of a winning tradition. He wanted us to go to school and experience mm-hmm. um, team. Uh, you know, just yeah. just that West Texas Friday uh, Friday Night, Lights. Friday Night Lights, yeah. Lights experience, and then he drove back and forth for five years to work in Midland. And then after I graduated from school and went to tech, he got back into the school business and moved again. So
0: That's interesting because I know we talk about Big Daddy, and when we Mm -hmm. do, we almost always talk about him involving coaching. Right. uh, Because that was just such a big part of y'all's lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's rare that we think about, him going into the oil field, right? Which he, obviously you would have, like,
1: right? He was a landman yeah. and um, had a good career. Uh, probably mm-hmm. spent ten years uh, in the oil business, and mm-hmm. it was good to him. And but he his heart was always with kids, and especially young men. Yeah. And I um, think that's evident. Yeah, yeah. He was very good at what he did, and so yeah.
0: I remember. Uh, did you have Mister Hogan? I did. Yeah. Mr. Hogan. Would, Felder. Felder. Yes. What's up Felder. Shout out <laughs> Felder. Uh, I remember he would reference big daddy all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like yeah. he, he right. obviously had an impact because here's, here's a guy who came up through Andrews is influenced by a coach and, or you know, mm-hmm. just a person mm-hmm. and ends up becoming a teacher. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. that's a huge impact
1: mm-hmm. to have. Absolutely. Um, when uh, big daddy passed away, There were, he was 59 when he passed away, and he went right into coaching after he had Mm -hmm. uh, finished his degree at McMurray, played football there and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But there were men at his funeral that were probably 52, 3-ish that he had Mm -hmm. coached early on, and there were also young men there that were 18, 19 um, that he had just recently uh, influenced. So. And everything in between. So That's he amazing. was he was very influential in a lot of lives.
0: How was he influential in your life? Uh, how did that come through in the home?
1: You know, it's funny. People have asked me that before. Mm-hmm. And he was a football coach and a good one. And he wasn't home a lot. And then when we lived in Andrews, he was gone a lot because he was driving, driving yeah. back and forth. And the influence he had on me was um, that of just having a loving yeah. father, mm-hmm. someone who set an example mm-hmm. and a very high standard of what a family man should look like, what that looked like. But Meemaw was a big influence um, mm-hmm. because he wasn't
2: around yeah. that yeah.
1: much. But um Meemaw did most of the most of the raising. Raisin.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well how did <laughs> How did Meemaw influence you? Because mm-hmm. I know that it was probably more so because Big Daddy was mm-hmm. oil field and coaching, but you were also raised in a time when it was more traditional as far as dad works, mm-hmm. provides, mom mm-hmm. right. raises, basically, right? right. So mm-hmm. how did Meemaw specifically have an impact mm-hmm. on you growing up?
1: Oh, goodness. She was such a good mother. Um she taught me a lot of things. We mm-hmm. spent a lot of time together in the kitchen. Um, of course, Aunt Kirsty's older, Uncle mm-hmm. Dan is younger, and so she was busy, but she was always involved, and she always made time for us. Um, she was a great cook. She cooked three meals a day for a mm-hmm. long time, and and um, then she went back to school, you know, and finished her degree,
2: mm-hmm. I didn't know and
1: that. Yeah. Um, started teaching. I was already gone and out of the house, but she's she was a wonderful influence.
0: Yeah, we yeah. we just got lucky and we got to spend a couple of days with her out in Sacramento, and that was really right, cool. Kinda. Right,
1: she There's something it too. about
0: whenever we get, and I wish Dan could have been there, but there's something about when we get all the boys together. It's y'all just, are so y'all are funny. so funny. Y'all are so much funnier <laughs> than the Rogers. <laughs> have you always have you guys always been that funny? Like just getting you know, together, or cutting up.
1: We just have always enjoyed being together. We really yeah. have. And everybody has, um, a good personality and we like to have fun and mm-hmm. our time together is so short and, um, we just like to make the most of it. So yeah. yeah, we, that was one thing that we had growing up was um, the gift of laughter. We laughed a lot growing up, but mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in a coach's house and Meemaw didn't work. We didn't have a lot, but we right. had each other. And, um, that, that was good, you know?
0: Now, whenever we were hanging out, I remember Meemaw telling the story about you and, you and Kirsty mm-hmm. getting out, uh, on, on the roof whenever y'all were in a two story. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So Uh, what was going on there?
1: Well, uh, me and Mom was huge pregnant with Uncle Dan, and Mm -hmm. we lived in a two-story house, Mm -hmm. and she was told not to go upstairs. And if I recall correctly, we set the rug on fire. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: how? Sorry.
1: How? (laughs) Um. I, I, we'll have to ask Aunt Kirsty. I'm sure she sure. was the just the instigator. Like yeah. yeah. Um, but because of that, they decided to teach us how to get
2: mm-hmm.
1: out of the window on the second floor and where to go to wait for them. Big mistake because <laughs> we just spent a lot of time going out the window and yeah, smoking you know, cigarettes. And oh yeah, doing you cocaine. Know. Yeah. Hanging
0: out with boys. <laughs> there seems to be a common denominator in a lot of these stories, and it's that Kirsty is an instigator. Well, of course. Because <laughs> so she's the older one. <laughs> well, that's... Well, it's, but, like, I did I I, just, I got more of the instigator personality right? between us two. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, obviously, siblings have different relationships. Like, what was your relationship like with Kirsty and Dan? And, like, what was that dynamic growing up?
1: Well... <laughs> With Kirsty, it's it's pretty simple. I worshipped her, and she Mm -hmm. rejected me, and Mm so it was just that you know it was just that dynamic. (laughs)
0: You were following her around, whatever she wanted me to
1: do, I would do it. You know, I just thought she was wonderful, Mm -hmm. still do. Um, But yeah, she was very definitely the older sister, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted.
0: Everything to do with her.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: What was maybe the harshest she ever rejected you? In good taste, not just mean, but...
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I don't know if this would be rejection, but when I was in middle school, she was in high school and had a driver's license. And we lived in Roswell, and we went to a middle school that was up on a hill. And I would have... um, Basketball practice, volleyball practice, cheerleading practice, whatever. And mom would send Kirsty to come pick me up. And she drove this little bitty tiny Dotson that had these huge wheels on it. <laughs> and I would be standing there with like eight people who needed a ride home.
0: Popular. Popular.
1: And she absolutely hated it and I could see her face as she would drive up the hill to pick me up Mm -hmm. and then hear all my friends that needed a ride and I I would always say oh she'll of course (laughs) we'll give you a ride and so anyway um I I caught the business for that for sure
0: (laughs) my my favorite stories are actually about y'all's long road trips oh mm mm-hmm didn't you end up somewhere barefoot for a trip one time?
1: Well, this is a true story.
0: Okay.
1: We lived in Crane mm-hmm. and mom and dad decided that we should just jump in the car and drive to Riadosa. Mm-hmm. And so mom just got a laundry basket and put what every what everybody needed in this laundry basket, threw it in the back of the car. Kirstie and I were across the street playing on the blacktop at the high school, and they pull up in the car, and Dad whistled and said, Hey, y'all, y'all come on and get in the car. We're going out of town. And we didn't have on shoes. <laughs> and me, Ma forgot to get our shoes, so we spent the entire time barefooted. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. But that was yeah. also
0: common, right? What did they just pull up and say we're going oh,
1: yeah. somewhere
0: mm-hmm. for the weekend? Yeah. What was your like favorite road trip you went on as a kid?
1: Oh, goodness, a favorite road trip. Well, we spent a lot of time on the road just actually driving to Crane to see grandparents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And probably some of my favorite memories are during the holidays, yeah. um, grandmommy, mom's mom loved Christmas and she went all out um, decorated her house from top to bottom uh, cooked all the food did all the things and driving there for Christmas was some of the best really? some of the yeah, best she did times like
0: Christmas tree too
1: yes she okay. always had you know she had quite a flair <laughs> and she usually had either a white or a silver tree. Mm-hmm. A platinum tree. Yeah. Very jealous of her. And <laughs> she had these beautiful um picture windows in the front of her house. Yeah. And people would drive by real slow to look at all of her decorations. And so that was just a that was just a great time and, and really some great memories. Yeah. Mm. Oh.
0: I do have to I do have to bring up this because I think it illustrates one just kind of like family dynamics and mm-hmm. two like how how trusting and beautiful of a person you are.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
0: And that's what happened every road trip when you guys stopped for a snack. What's that? The candy bar.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So, so what so what happened okay. every time?
1: So Aunt Kirstie Mm -hmm. and Uncle Dan and I were always in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And we would go on these long road trips and we would pull up to a 7-Eleven or whatever. Dad had to get gas, all that good stuff. And we could get a treat. Mm -hmm. We could get, always got Dr. Pepper and something. And Kirstie would always get a candy bar. Aunt Kirstie would get a candy bar. And she would just wolf hers down. (laughs) And I would be over in my little corner of the car just taking these little minuscule little nib, you know, nibble <laughs> bites, just trying to make it last. And she would say, of course, she had already eaten hers. And she would say, can I just have one bite? I promise I won't take a big bite. I'll just take a little bite. And every single time <laughs> I fell for it, every time, every trip, every time. And I would say, do you promise? You, you promise you're not going to eat the whole thing. I promise I'm just going to take a little bite. So I would hand it to her, and she would literally shove the whole just thing Just however in her much was there. However much the was there, thing. she would eat the whole thing. Every time. And I did it. I fell for it every time.
0: Because you worshipped her.
1: Just thinking, yes. Just, just thinking, thinking. Maybe this time. Maybe, maybe this, this time. time it's well, going should to be different. Which, did
0: y'all ever yell at me while Big Daddy in the front seat? Did you ever get a, we will on. turn this car around? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Also, what's Uncle Dan doing this whole time? Was he, us, was he a middle seat kid? Was he a middle seat kid? Pestering
1: Well, he was a middle seat kid, but okay. he went through this phase where, and of course, we're talking about, I don't even know if y'all know what this is, like a La Sabra, a Buick La Sabra mm-hmm. car, yeah, four yeah. doors. And it's
0: the bench seat, right? It's yeah. the bench
1: seat. And we had the one that I remember, it was kind of a banana yellow color Ooh. with a white roof. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Dan, Uncle Dan went through a phase where he did not want anyone to touch him. And so we're crammed in the back seat with a kid who doesn't want to be touched. And so, you know, he didn't want his leg to touch another leg. And of course Aunt Kirsty would just hold him down and just rub her hands all over his legs and stuff. So yeah. Oh, we we had a fun childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dan. <laughs>
0: So let's fast forward just a little bit to, uh, Texas tech. Yes. Did you know that you were going to be a teacher at this point?
1: Yes. I very much had blinders on. Mm -hmm. Um, of course grew up in an education family Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have a family. I knew that that was going to be my future. I wanted kids and I knew that teaching would allow me to do Have both. a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> Have all the kids. All the kids. Yeah. So I did. I knew okay. that that's what I wanted to do.
0: And was that from the time you were super young? You, you just knew... Mm -hmm. i want to be a mom i want to have a family Mm -hmm. like even as a little girl was it sort of yes
1: i i was one of those little girls that played with dolls barbie dolls i played school all the time my friends would come over and i would be the teacher and you know just the whole thing yes a averages Mm
0: -hmm. at school because of it yeah there you go
1: there you go smart
0: because mom (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, even now, like you've always been so organized, and you have such a head for teaching and well, nurturing and those things. Um, so it's 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 interesting to hear that that's like something that's yeah, always
1: that's been. all you know. I and honestly, I didn't realize that I could have done something different. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. kind of in me that that was what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. And mm-hmm. I woke up one day. I remember thinking. The goals that I had set for myself as a young person, I had achieved. And I thought, okay, now what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, was there never a moment even when you were at tech and getting Mm -hmm. educated, going to Mm -hmm. classes, Mm -hmm. doing the tech? How educated are you going to get? Hey, mom went there.
2: Uh, (laughs) Along (laughs) that that journey
0: before you graduate, was there ever a moment of, maybe I don't want to teach, or the whole time, was it like teaching is what I want to do I
1: did have a moment at tech I had a, prof- a psychology professor that really encouraged me to go a different route because mm-hmm. I had to give speeches for mm-hmm. this class and she just thought that I would be better served in um, the you know like the school of communication and, and do something you know down that road mm-hmm. but that's the only time I ever thought thought about something different but just the um the desire to have a family was really bigger than anything else Aww.
0: Mm -hmm. so let's just fast forward to when you have the family yeah (laughs) there
1: you go (laughs) hold on
0: hold on i I do want to get to that yeah but i want to hear what it's like going to school like going to college in a place that's Two and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. you you've never lived alone. You're living, mm-hmm. you know, you're living by yourself. You're independent. You're, you're living with Lori, who's who's Lori. organized and <laughs> driven. <laughs> going to class every day. What's it like going to school in the you know, mid mid eighties at this point?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: in the mid eighties in Lubbock, Texas. Like what mm. is what is that world?
1: I thought it was a wonderful yeah. experience. I loved Texas Tech. Um, made some great friends.
0: I told you mom partied.
1: Yeah. Knew it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, There's this I was the d- designated no, driver. I'm going to find that. The, Padre Island. Island, find the it. Padre Island Notebook
0: <laughs> says different.
1: It was a prop, Gunnar. It was just, just a prop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Someone just handed me it's the funny. beer to hold. Yeah. That's all, it was, That's all was it was, was a prop. Okay, okay. fine. Yeah.
0: Honestly, based on how mom drinks now, I I believe, I believe that you either never really have or one time you really did.
1: <laughs> I'll never one, tell. One tell. One <laughs> <season, laughs> Not like a season, but one time. That's funny. That's funny. No, I love tech. I had a great yeah. experience. It was it was good, and it was. Yeah. What's funny is back then. Uh, this is you know going back 1984. Back when Dick was ish. handsome. There right. you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> 1984. The speed limit was 55. Uh huh. And so. From here to Lubbock, it took a lot longer than it does now. That would have been you know? like three and a half hours, four hours. Well, it took about a little over two hours, maybe yeah. two and a half at time. You know, to get to Tech, but yeah. it's funny because now the speed limit seventy five, and you can get there in an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it seemed like it was further away from home. Mm-hmm. Um. At the time, but it was great, good experience.
0: And were you excited to leave home, or were you actually were you one of those kids who came back every weekend to do laundry? No,
1: no, I I didn't come home much at all. Yeah, Yeah. I was very excited to leave. (laughs) Yeah,
0: out of here, I am leaving. I am starting my own life. That's
1: right. Like I said, I never thought I would end up here forever, especially Mm -hmm. after having the history of moving so much. I, in all honesty, I kind of have a gypsy spirit. Mm And to think that I've been here, not sure. just here in Andrews, but here in this house, yeah, um, Over even 20 years, yeah, yeah, twenty-three years. Even when we lived in a town for a while, we lived in several different houses. Yeah. so we moved a lot. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like stirred to continue that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what What is What has kept you from not moving then.
1: Well, you know, Dad's business is here. He's done mm-hmm. really well. It just makes sense for us to be here. Yeah. And Andrew
0: just like rent a little little house in Austin and pop sure. down.
1: Sure, y'all find me a house to rent. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> the prices are super. They're super. Yes, they're I really hear that You know, the market rate there is, is so low. Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if super, you're gonna move to Austin, super. now's the time. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. is the sure. time. By mm-hmm. now. We'll get, to, we'll, we'll, get yeah. we'll rewind really quick. <laughs> so you you meet Dad, yes, and you marry him, mm-hmm. yes. What was that journey like? Because it's pretty fast and furious,
1: mm-hmm. wasn't it? It was pretty the fast. Man in the trench and, coat. Yes, it it was fast and furious. I was at Tech, and your dad had just opened his office here. He was a new broker in town, and, and he was
0: the new kid in town. Yes, right.
1: Yes, and he was in. Me, Mom, Big Daddy, Sunday school class at church. Mm -hmm. And I came home for a weekend, and this guy comes in, and he's wearing a trench coat, (laughs) and he grabs the end of his trench coat, and rather than just sitting down in his chair, he lifted his leg over the back of it and had his coat and kind of whipped it with him and sat down. And did the
0: wind of it just.
1: It did, and I thought, hmm. <laughs> I think I like him. But y'all don't start dating,
0: you no, don't start we, dating. Then, no, right? We don't start
1: dating then. Um, but we we got to know each other yeah. then. Um
0: through like Sunday school mostly?
1: Through that and just through friends. Wasn't and there's
0: some tanning dates. Yes. So he,
1: he had an apartment. <laughs> he had an apartment that had a swimming pool. Yeah. And so, you know, a bunch of us would go over and he would be out there working on his tan. Uh-huh. He had a good one, by well, the way. He would,
0: Oil up! Right? Oh yeah. yeah, he
1: would oil up you know, the whole <laughs> thing. All, mm, look <laughs> neon yeah. shorts. There just, you go. Yeah.
0: Baywatch Andrews edition. Yeah,
1: and it's real funny. Um, we went to see Top Gun together as a group, mm-hmm. and so that's one of our favorite movies. And it was just a, a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. You Know going to the show, There's but I remember him about
0: sweaty dudes loving each other. There you go. Um,
1: I remember him in the back seat and thinking, oh, He's really cute, I need to get to know him better. Aww. So That's then, so cute. fast forward, um, we I moved and mm-hmm. then I moved back to the area. Mm-hmm. And
0: And you moved back to Crane to teach, right? Kermit, no, Kermit. Kermit.
1: Kermit, yeah, mm-hmm. Kermit. not the frog, no, no, town. the town, right? Around. And one of the coaches in Kermit, was one of his former coaches. Okay. So just through some events, uh, we met, and our first date was in December, and we were engaged in March and married in June.
0: And pregnant.
1: Pregnant five months later and had a baby the next July. Wow. Wow.
0: What happened to that kid?
1: (laughs) That's you. Oh, oh, that's me.
0: (laughs) <laughs> what? He turned
1: out wonderfully.
0: Uh, arguable. And it, like when y'all met for that first date, was mm-hmm. it pretty obvious? Just because y'all got engaged fast. We got engaged fast. So pretty quick fast. was it, yeah. we're going to get married. Yeah. This is what yeah. we're doing. Was it because you had known each other pr- before? I think so. I so mean, it didn't feel like you were dating, like it, it wasn't like a... I'm getting to know you first. Day. Right,
1: right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was. It was just really fast. And mm-hmm. um, after we married, we decided we would go on the five-year plan, and mm-hmm. you know, have kids maybe five years later. And that worked out well. It did. About five minutes later, <laughs> I walked in the door. I had taught school that uh-huh. day, and I knew I was pregnant. And I went by the florist and I got a pink balloon and a blue balloon. And I walked in the house and your dad was sitting on the couch and I I walked up to him holding these balloons and I just said, Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. We were thrilled. And
0: Dad I'm sure was Enthusiastic. Oh, yeah.
1: It, yeah. It was great. He was
0: like, I got to go work on some spreadsheets. <laughs> I got like, to uh, move some yeah, numbers around. get more clients. <laughs> That's right. So
1: it was perfect oh, timing, man. though,
0: honestly. I love that. And so you had Seth. Yes. yes. And y'all moved to the house on 14th Street. We right? did. Right. We because did. Because y'all briefly lived in a place by the golf course. We did. That okay. was
1: our first time. Then we yeah, moved yeah. over to 14th Street. I've moved a lot, haven't yeah. I? Yeah. Um, and yes, we spent some great years on Fourteenth Street and Oh man, do you
0: remember that house? I remember that house. Yeah, yeah. I had a blast yeah. in that house. Yeah. I had some good memories there. Yeah. Salamanders, uh, birthday oh, yeah. parades, oh, yeah. peen in the front. Keen uh, in the front. The front halfway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. The New Bros. The yes, New Bros. Yes, exactly. The new bros. <laughs> the Porters. The Porters, yeah. yeah. What so you have me, so mm-hmm. there's us two, are mm-hmm. going back to so New Wanted mm-hmm. a Family. By the time you had me, was it the family has had, or did you want more mm-hmm. kids?
1: I probably could have done <clears throat> one sure. more. Gunnar always um, wanted a sister. Mm-hmm. Yes, I you think I was just a ladies'
0: a man. Yeah. So in my head, I thought, well, if I have a sister, I then. mean, what? How do you think that was gonna work? I don't know, not like just for. I was obsessed with women. Sure, like, still are. Just now, I'm obsessed with one woman now. Sure, but <laughs> anyway, uh, so when you had Seth. Did you feel like you knew how to be a mom pretty quickly, or was it kind of a? It was very
1: no, I I don't really know how to explain it. Um, it was very natural yeah. for me, very very natural. I mean, I'm
0: also perfect, so like it's also true. You, like well, you know, yeah. I was walking and talking by day three. Like, there you go. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> I have I have kind of an interesting question, or I have a question that maybe you can shed some light on. I feel like. Um, certain people like they know they want to be a mom, like that's mm-hmm. they want to have a family. Do you feel like you've seen that change and shift over the last couple of years, or as you've as you've watched people, you know, younger people choose a different path, mm-hmm. um, or do you think there's still as many people like you? Uh, it's just not something that we talk about as much.
1: That's a good question. That's an interest, very interesting mm-hmm. question. Um, I think. It's probably the same. Mm -hmm. I just think that, you know, most families have two people that work. It's just kind of, you know, it it just takes both working now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that it's not talked about, um, but I think a lot of women now are... uh, more career-minded and, and feel the freedom to discuss career things sure. more, of which, thank goodness, there's been progression. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I hope that, you know, that people are still as enthusiastic about having families as mm-hmm. I was. I was just one of those that that's just what I wanted to do. I, yeah. I wanted you, did to, you did
0: a amazing job. You did a bang-up job. You're Aww. still an amazing yeah. mom. The mom has never done. No. I mean, my my friends still consider you <coughs> the second mom. You know, oh, from high school. I, I literally have friends that from Andrews that I haven't seen in years, but yeah. if they reach out to me, it's how are you doing? It's right. how are you doing? How is your mom?
1: That's so sweet. Literally
0: today at the gym, the th- the two of the three people two we <laughs> talked three people to, ran into. The first thing they said was, "I was talking to your mom the other day, and oh, just like oh, yeah. was I saw hard. your mom the other day, and yeah, she, was yeah. so nice. she was so nice, so nice. She always just yeah. so nice. Oh, like, that's uh,
1: so sweet. Yeah. Well, you know, I have always loved kids. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I taught school, is I, you know, I just love kids, and I loved uh, raising you boys. That was just the joy of my life, and um, y'all had a lot of friends come in Mm -hmm. and out, and I... Well, that's, you raised,
0: like, 25 25 boys (laughs) at the end of the day. Uh,
1: You know, I tell this story a lot, but, you know, we're sitting in what we called the playroom, and I think then it changed to the game room at, at some point, but... Early on, when y'all were um, in elementary school and you would have sleepovers mm-hmm. with all your buddies, I would come in in the mornings, and y'all were just like seals laying on top of each <laughs> other, just all in the room. And it just made yeah. my heart so happy. Um,
0: well, then you would make us breakfast. That's it right. Was so delicious. And like everyone wanted to come stay at our house. Yeah. Because
1: Cooking and feeding boys is one of my very favorite <laughs> things. And that's I've, a, special I've just loved of a special kind of person. <laughs> that is just,
0: were you automatically—I've always wondered this— were you automatically a boy mom or did you have to sort of grow into it? Cause I feel like it's a special breed of,
1: you know, it's funny before I had children. I thought that <coughs> I was a girl mom. Mm-hmm. I think most girls think that yeah. um, I wasn't athletic really per se um, or anything like that. And so I thought I'll be, you know, fixing hair and, you know, yeah. painting nails and that kind of thing but i'm so glad i had two boys because i i have just loved it i i wasn't a girl mom i was definitely a boy mom
0: <laughs> what are some of your uh, favorite memories of you know oh raising us like what stands out i guess
1: so many um you know, reading was a big mm. part of yes, what we did, absolutely. and you know that started early, early on. Well, y-
0: y'all read, Seth and Mom mm. read Harry Potter, yeah,
1: and the first in success,
0: like as it came out. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, I remember, like I remember going from you reading out loud to me reading out yes. loud. Yes, like that's the transition, right? Like, like it's so ingrained
1: in me, right? And you know, um, Dad read with y'all Dad too. Read with us too, yeah. Um, but you know, just the learning process with y'all—those mm-hmm. were some great. Um, early days spent yeah. just spending time teaching, you know, mm-hmm. I, I taught is y'all there at there anything home.
0: we just didn't get?
1: You know, um, <coughs> potty training yeah. and, and
0: the <laughs> <Both of laughs> is there both anything we that we still don't get? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: potty you training. know, really y'all picked up everything yeah. and, and it's real funny with each stage and phase of your lives. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it and loved each one. Yeah. Um, I, I really did. All of it. I mean, you know, each one of y'all had a little bit of angst when mm-hmm. you, you know, and were everyone, 13, 14. Does, but everybody does. does. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't anything that right. wasn't, that we couldn't we, handle. Yeah, we never so. like
0: set, that's not true. Uh, we, never we never set, set like, the house on fire. That's true. We never set the house on fire. We never brought fire. the violence home. That's true. We <laughs> always left the violence. <laughs> when we chose Thank violence, we that. chose it outside. We, we knew not to bring certain things here. <laughs> Drugs mostly.
1: Thank you for that. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> what's what? Fu- what's actually funny is yeah. we we're mission friends earlier, as in most middle schools, high schools, probably especially boys, start to experiment with drinking and maybe some drugs. Sure. Our friends knew not to bring that here, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Like They mm-hmm. Yeah, they just knew like, They would still come over and we mm-hmm. would still hang out here, but there was this very interesting mm-hmm. like respect for you and dad yeah. of Maybe it was fear, but I think it was just respect. Maybe, like, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do those things mm-hmm. at
1: mm-hmm. Kelly's
0: house. Oh, and I remember, like, w- like one of my friends one time broke that rule and never came over again. What like, happened? I haven't heard this story. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not going to out the friend. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we because we used to come home for lunch, um, mm-hmm. and there was an open bottle of wine on the counter. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, so like, you know what happened. My, yeah, too. one of my oh, yeah. friends was like, Oh, that's an open bottle of wine right there.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: just, I think he killed like half of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I had to have a talking to uh, to, to said friend about what respect was.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember walking in, and it was honestly, yeah. it was my fault. Um, because no, no, no. no. well, no. no way. Let me explain. <laughs> You know, your dad and I really didn't drink. No, uh, we
0: know, yeah. Uh, and hold on, let me let me make sure okay, they yes. understand. They didn't have alcohol in the house that we knew of until Gunner was like sixteen, almost. I was like fourteen. You are 15? 14,
2: mm-hmm.
0: We didn't see you take a drink until Gunner was twelve or thirteen. Well, no, I saw Mom take a drink on vacation. And what did you say? I saw Mom take a drink on vacation when I was. Eight or nine, probably right. Right. too too old to probably have those responses. I remember we were in California Pizza, pizza Kitchen and right. I fell on the floor and started crying.
1: Yes, you thought I was going oh straight to God. hell because <laughs> I had had a sip of champagne. I know. Thank you, Texas oh, public school system. <laughs> alcohol is
0: alcohol is the devil. Is the devil. I, I, I would, y'all never said alcohol no. is the devil, I, and that's true. You didn't. It was just right. that we were just yeah. raised to very much. Oh man, it was. You know, I'll we never probably
1: <laughs> looking back, there was probably. A better way to do it because <laughs> we had no alcohol mm-hmm. you know and no drinking in front of the kids policy and honestly we didn't really drink no
0: and you like because you're raising kids well like, and y'all, and then, y'all truly were the parents that you know you mentioned meemaw was yeah. really involved in y'all's lives mm-hmm, would, yes So mm-hmm. you to practice cook right, the food yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you were that was you, you were taking yeah. care of us yes
1: Right. 24-7. Showing
0: us to Taekwondo and uh, baseball practice. Making sure we weren't bringing the violence home. Right. right. Checking the violence at the door. So it's not like y'all had time to drink. That's right. Even if you wanted to, I don't see where you would have either.
1: Well, the end of that story (laughs) is, and then one day. And then one day. The veil tore. (laughs) I I always describe (laughs) it
0: like one morning I had breakfast in the kitchen and there was no wine in the kitchen. And then the next morning, I had breakfast, and there were four bottles of wine in the kitchen, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was just yeah. We we drink. They broke the seal. We they, have yeah, drinks, we broke the seal. We yeah. have to drink sometimes now, is what Mom yeah. says. Guys, we drink occasionally now uh, because you are extremely <laughs> difficult to raise. I, like, we I don't have know. hit our limit. We've hit our limit. That's Seth's burning. like sixteen now. It's a whole thing. <laughs> a whole is thing. Gunner's, Gunner's twelve and thirteen, and he's just, about to be a whole thing. He's I already was a this whole is preemptive drinking, guys.
1: That's funny. <laughs> well, the end of that story yeah. is. Um, usually, right. The unnamed friend, you know, I'll, I'll get to another story another funny story in a second. But there was an open bottle Mm -hmm. of wine and that was really not our policy. We would either pour it out and throw it away and we just forgot. And I came home Mm -hmm. for lunch that day, if you recall.
0: And it was after they had gone.
1: And I looked at that wine and I thought, uh somebody somebody's <laughs> some been math. hitting the bottle yes mm-hmm. and so yes there there was a conversation that ensued but another <laughs> funny story was i had
0: to choose violence later
1: <laughs> <laughs> another funny story was one day i came home for lunch mm-hmm. And I think you were a freshman. I'm not sure. Was it a freshman when y'all would come over sometimes I mean that for lunch was, or that was sophomore? That was all throughout high school. Okay. Freshman year. The biggest
0: trips were freshman year. The biggest were freshman Because all of you walked. Because you couldn't yeah, drive yet. We like, couldn't okay. drive yet, so we we would walk to our house. It, when I was a house. freshman, we would all walk. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: Well, I walk in, and there are probably eight guys right. sitting <laughs> in here eating lunch and whatever, and I'm looking around, and I said... So, uh, where's Seth? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, Oh, he couldn't make it today. And I'm thinking, Okay, guys, well, I en- about enjoy that. your enjoy lunch,
2: lunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which it really kind of warmed my heart. Yeah. I thought, Well, that's you know, part of
0: like yeah. back to so you wanted a family. You and I built this house mm-hmm. for us to bring friends over. We yeah, right? did,
1: we did lots of,
0: yeah, this was, this was built the way, like. That that rural spirit that mm-hmm. you know. This is the Texas podcast. This mm-hmm. is the Texas. Right. This is a house built for Texans. Like
1: community, community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. friends,
0: family, yeah. parties. I remember one of my one of my favorite memories is uh, the Millennium Party.
1: Oh yes, yeah. that was a good one. This, so I was still really it. young. I was still young. Um, so what's mm-hmm. the story
0: here? I, it was just a wonderful, like, mm-hmm. a wonderful time. You know, it was the year Cause 2000, because the world, world end. might have ended, and there was... Right. And, like, nobody who goes to those things believes that. But you have that buzz of excitement. <laughs> like, something might happen. We don't know. We're entering right. a new millennium. Yeah. And it was... uh Me, Allison Moore, and Brighton Wallace running around with year 2000 glasses (laughs) and uh, drinking sparkling uh, apple juice, like, toasting to the new year. I just remember I had never seen that many people in this this house. Right. And it's the first time I I recognized you guys as, like, community leaders. Not just my parents, but people with Mm -hmm. friends who, Mm -hmm. you know... You, that you guys had lives outside of us yeah. in, in a certain way. Um,
1: that was fun. Yeah. Y'all shot um, confetti all uh-huh. over the place. It <laughs> yeah, was so yeah. much fun. I remember that. And a neat thing about that is we drank a bottle of champagne mm-hmm. and I. Behind my back again? Behind yeah. your back. Mom. I know, I'm still I here. <laughs> um, but the best I part kept.
0: Is she really does feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, on some level, yeah. shit right. <laughs> I, I
1: kept that bottle. I washed mm-hmm. it out and I put it up, and I thought I'm going to do something fun with this someday. And so when Allison got married, and I had her bridal shower here yeah. at the house, I used that bottle mm-hmm. and made um, an arrangement, you know, with it. So I Aww. made sure to point that out to her when she was here that that was something that she and I yeah, got to um, had experienced together was that that day and Aww. you you
0: do stuff like that a lot for people I, do. I don't yeah. I don't think we realized until late later in life <coughs> just how much that that went on if you if you could give an estimate
2: mm-hmm.
0: how many showers oh, have you personally put on for people specific Showers and like any party for somebody, else. any party for somebody else. The bulk of which have happened in this house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a big number. I I would not.
0: Even, <laughs> I wouldn't even. The modest woman. It's a big it. number. Yes. I, I,
1: it's a oh, big we number. We talk numbers.
0: We talking numbers. Yeah,
1: but you know, I love hospitality. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really do, and especially um, when I was a little younger, mm-hmm. uh, it seemed like. There was more of that, yeah. um, but that's just something that I've always enjoyed.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I think growing up, I there were so many people, teachers, um, you know, young women like Allison, who'd be like, your mom mm-hmm. throws the best part. just <laughs> the best part. <laughs> I love the parties <laughs> at your house. Oh, right. And that's I, and great. Like, oh, yeah, great. Well, it was <laughs> interesting because there was, there was a couple of girls older than Seth. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That we're all family friends. Mm -hmm. Another rule thing is that I just realized when you were saying that is mom and dad have friends that they can lean on. Mm -hmm. I think that's something you and dad showed us growing up is Mm
2: -hmm.
0: not because you told us, but you just showed us what it looked like to have friends that you can legitimately trust. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, But there was that time when like Allison and Lauren Mm -hmm. and Emily, like... Mm -hmm. all these girls are getting married and I was still little ish. Mm -hmm. So I'd be in the house. And so like one girl would be having her shower here, but four of them would be engaged and they would all tell me, you know, I'm having my party here and, Yeah, Yeah. A couple of weeks or a couple of months. Like everybody wanted to have you Mm -hmm. throw them their party at this house. I was always amazed that you never turned that into a a business (coughs) of some kind. I kind of got frustrated about it at a few points. (laughs) Because we always had to help. It's a
1: tough gig. I mean, it is a tough gig. And I just. That is why
0: some people ask for money when I do it. Because it's hard. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, I just enjoy it so Mm -hmm. much and it's just a creative Yeah a creative outlet, just like this is for you guys. And I'm going to turn the table for a minute and just, <laughs> because I am your sure. mother and, and just we'll um, speak into both of you and just let you know how proud I am Don't of do. you for you. <laughs> for um, just you know stepping into some creative things. And this podcast has been a fun thing for you guys to do yeah. together, but it's fun for those of us. The tens and tens of tens us t- tens t- who of you. Oh, listen man. every week—I look multiple forward to tens. it. Yeah, multiple, multiple tens. tens. Um, no, I—I I just look forward to good things um, for you both with this endeavor. I just think it's uh, wonderful, and it makes my heart happy to sit here and look at both of you. And Seth, you've got your arm around Gunner, and you, and y'all have just been. Uh, So sweet to each other And this is a special time In both of your lives um, As y'all are in Austin together And it just makes my heart happy That you spend time together And and you make a point to get together And um, this mama is happy Oh We're
0: happy to be with you Funny, interesting story Related to that that I'm going to flip the table back to you I was at the gym Seth and I go to the same gym We record Mm -hmm. this podcast Usually at that gym And the other day, this girl comes up to me who I think you know. I Mm -hmm. forgot her name, but sorry if you're listening. And she goes, I didn't realize that you and Seth were brothers. I just thought y'all were best friends. And then. Four or five other people come over and they were like, wait, is Seth your brother? Oh, really? <laughs> so no. I found out that half of the gym just thought we were, were best friends. Just atrociously <laughs> close buddies. <laughs> that's and awesome. Put the dots together of we're actually legitimately <laughs> <Yeah>. brothers. <laughs> that's Usually awesome. Usually we look more alike. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, that's it almost great. helps that it we don't yeah. look yeah. as yeah. much yeah. alike. That's holy. I didn't know that. Yeah, add. it was I very yeah, funny. That's funny. Like a flock of, you know, yeah, it was just mm-hmm. a funny moment. That's funny. Flipping the tables back. Yes. What was, I'm going to ask some rapid fire questions, okay. but they're, they might involve stories. So sure. just feel free to, Okay. what
2: I'm was the
0: it. hardest part about being a mom for each of us? Like what was Ooh. the crux of parenting for both of us? And how did you overcome those, uh, those little like, cause I'll speak truth into you. You are the best mom ever. Yeah. Aww, like I look back at, Oh man. <laughs> I look back at my highs and my lows and you've always been a source of strength and love.
1: Thank you, honey. Yeah. Y'all made it easy. You really did. And you know, it's hard to pinpoint one time in in raising you guys mm-hmm. or one area because honestly, you made it you made it easy to be a parent. I mean, there you know, there were those things that, that come up and you just hope you make the right choice as a parent. And Mm -hmm. if you don't, you hope that you can recover, you know, that, that your kids will be okay, (laughs) that, you know, and uh, poor Seth, you know, being the first, you, you make all your mistakes on, on number one, but, but you survived and, and we did too. Um, just, I mean, I just look at you guys and think, wow, you know, um, I'm very proud. Very proud of both of you.
0: I know that like, it, obviously you won't answer the actual question, which I totally understand. But I do want to say that obviously there are moments, like you said, where it's it's not easy. But I admire you so much because even as even as recently as last week, mm. I feel like you set the example as a parent who admits when they have had faults and yeah. shows you shows me and, uh, demonstrates what it means to be vulnerable and show growth. Uh, we had a conversation last week Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. just demonstrated how, how beautiful it is to be honest with, with your, with your offspring and, and be okay being wrong. And Mm -hmm. I, I want you to know that I had that conversation when I walked Mm -hmm. away, I was just so blown away by, By how willing you were to grow in that moment and be and approach me with love and know that you would get love in return and not be defensive and not put a wall up and give me the opportunity to see you grow and in that opportunity grow myself and hopefully, you know, hopefully down the line be able to recognize when I stumble and be honest with it. I just I appreciate you so much for always setting the good example, well, even thank when it's small.
1: that that means a lot. Um, you know, you're just your job as a mom is never done. I don't think, and even though y'all are grown men now, um, I'm still your mom. You know, and <laughs> and I'm still going to yeah, make that's, mistakes. That's you yeah, know, yeah. and um, I appreciated that you. Uh, Welcome to the conversation with open arms yeah. and that you were very gracious. Well, you um, raised me well. You know, I, I needed to apologize to you, and I did, and you accepted it. And it was, like you said, a beautiful thing that at this point in the game, mm-hmm. uh, we can still love and forgive and, and move on, and, and I appreciated that in you.
0: What was it like being a parent to young boys when Facebook, Instagram... Personal computers mm-hmm. was be- becoming normal because right. your generation, your me mom, big Daddy's generation, mm-hmm. even every generation before us, the playbook was sorted the same. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I feel very lucky in that y'all were. Uh, kind of some of the first to Mm -hmm. experience all the social stuff. I think it's much heavier now. And I really admire these parents that are dealing with, you know, the huge uh, platform that all of these uh, social things are on. I mean, it's just a lot to manage. Um, It was scary, but I don't think we knew Enough, you know, early on to know that we should be probably even more scared than we were. Um, but you know, I always like to take the positive spin on it. I think it all can be a good thing. Yeah. Um. But you know, it definitely took some monitoring, and um, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, how I look back and as parents, y'all always did a really good job of letting us put a hand in the mm-hmm. thing, so yeah. to speak, y'all were not, you, you weren't the kind of parents that were like, you know, as long as you smoke the weed at home, it's fine. Right. It wasn't that. <laughs> but if, right. If but you mo- weren't helicopter parents. You weren't a helicopter. It, it was like, okay, you can have a MySpace. Right. Do the thing. Mm-hmm. Or you, you can go hang out with us friends I've never met. That's right. Fine. Like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. all- it was, we're going to trust you until you give us a reason not to. Us not to. Until you give us a reason not to. That's how pretty hard much. was that? Yeah, because that I'm was, not even a parent mm-hmm. yet, and that makes right. chills That's me terrifying. terrifying mm-hmm. That y'all mm-hmm. even let me do anything. So I was so uh, stupid. Like, how how dare you? <laughs> what was it like? Well, you, you know,
1: again, y'all were both really good kids. There was a lot of trust there, probably mm-hmm. more than there should have been, <laughs> but at times. But yeah. um, really, the only thing I remember thinking, absolutely not, is when the gaming systems. Mm-hmm. uh, came out where you could play other people that you didn't right. know or whatever. We just,
0: I remember that. Yeah. That was like, just, that was a hard, hard no.
1: That was a hard no on, on my yeah. part. Yeah. Now I know that people have had good experiences with it and it's a, a cool thing, but my comfort zone did not.
0: That was where it maxed out. Right. Yeah. Well, was it a comfort zone thing or was there something that, cause I look, back and i remember that luckily we weren't super gamer kids right anyway. right but what was it about that specifically that the hard line was drawn
1: it just seemed <coughs> like it would be a great opportunity for someone on the other side <laughs> to um to take advantage, advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I, I just saw that you know mm-hmm. and just was not comfortable with that at all even though and that probably would have been a lot of fun to play sure. with your friends, you know, when they were at their house and you're at your house. And, I mean, that's kind of a cool setup But you know, somebody kind of coming in um, unknown. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: just not ready for that type of thing. Yeah, right, a little freaky. Right. A little freaky. I totally get that.
1: I just always tried to encourage you guys to be individuals mm-hmm. and um, feel like, you know, your dad and I both gave y'all – you know, enough space to be individuals, yeah, yeah. but. And we
0: knew where the bounds were. Right, yeah,
1: we really but we did. had, um, you and know. we knew when we crossed them, yeah. which we did occasionally. Which you did. And I'm grateful that you did. I wanted you to be yeah. normal kids, and <laughs> and you were. Normal. Yeah, you know, you were. we close, close, close. We I, heard, we heard I want y'all.
0: you to share an in, the individual stories you're willing to share. <laughs> what were maybe one or two moments where we were being individuals, and even you were like, I don't know about that.
1: Well, do we want to talk about the, the, <laughs> hey, the middle school tight jeans and...
0: Blonde bangs. And was blonde that, bangs. Was that about and, it? Yeah. And you guys never let me dye my hair. I well, know. You had, you had highlights in your hair. When yeah, you were, well, but that's younger, you younger, but...
1: It's true. Um, again, it was like, hey, if he feels comfortable yeah. walking out of the house this way... <laughs> more power to him Yeah, <laughs> and know? I did and that's and what's crazy. I just want to
0: point out you grew up in the 80s like it's come true on, come it's on. true you, can't, you uh, can't judge us for skinny jeans and eyeliner you invented skinny jeans and you eyeliner you know
1: I, I am a little embarrassed to tell you that I was more of a cowgirl than I was <laughs> a, a punk Curry rocker mm-hmm. you know that's it's West
0: Texas that you makes know. sense yeah. did you start your jeans so much they could stand up on their own
1: I didn't but Aunt Kirsty did for sure <laughs> yeah oh, man. for sure yeah
0: what what was what what was the most proud you were of us as kids like? Oh, when we were in the house living, like what are moments that you remember that yeah. were just ah, oh, I freaking yeah. did it! I raised good kids. <laughs> She's still waiting on that one. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> no, you know, I just saw in both of you kindness towards others, and you know, it was those things that mattered more than any award or. Um, you know any accolades that that you were able to achieve just um, your kindness, your heart, your compassion for others, mm-hmm. um, those kinds of things um, were the moments where you just go, okay they're they're gonna be okay.
0: <laughs> and how hard was it to watch both of us leave the house?
1: well um. That's a hard time in a parent's life. Um, you know, some would say, yay, they're leaving. But, you know, I've just always loved you guys, loved having y'all around. And um, I know when you graduated from high school, Gunnar, Seth, you had graduated from college, mm-hmm. and y'all both were going pretty far. Yeah. And that was kind of a double whammy for me. And it took me about six weeks. And then I sat up in bed one day and I was like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) this isn't so bad. bad. (laughs) It was a detox. It's very quiet. Yeah. yeah. So it was tough.
0: What's the most, you can ask a question. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. What's the most, again, story you're willing to share? Story you're willing to share. Story. Mm -hmm. Worried you've been about each of us as kids.
1: As kids, ooh, gosh. You know, as a parent, there is just kind of <laughs> an ingrained worry that, you know, is just always there. Um, probably, you know, driving, mm. um, you know, when y'all went to college, and especially you, Seth, being our oldest, yeah. and you were not only going to navigate a big college, you were going to navigate a big city.
2: Yeah.
1: And you know, being out here in West Texas, where you've got you know plenty of room plenty of room to roam <laughs> sure. um i there was a lot of worry just for safety safety, yeah. safety things um. I worried about you because
0: because you're a little wild child. <laughs> I
1: just you know, was always hoping that the next time I saw you, all your bones were going to be intact. So I mean, just yesterday you so told me, it? you know, one
0: time I drove from College Station home on a third tank of gas just to see if I could.
1: Oh, and, and I made it, and you made it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. In the, that was the first time I've ever been in the middle of telling a story and thought I wouldn't do that now. Right.
1: So you're yeah. maturing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah back people always growing up. I find okay. it
0: interesting how many of Gunner's <laughs> stories end with I made it,
1: <laughs> yeah. I always make it, yeah. Always, <laughs> I know. And go ahead, Seth.
0: No, I was just gonna ask like, looking back, some of, um, some of the like, because. I don't know. I feel like I always had a general idea of how you felt around like friends or things that we were doing. And occasionally I would have that moment of like, this is weird. What we're doing is weird. <laughs> What's like the weirdest thing you've ever like walked in on me and our friends doing? And like, for those or that don't know, on, we, yeah, yeah. we are sitting in our game, in room, game room and there's a door. Yeah. Uh-huh. to the, it i mean there, there was no rule that it had to be open but like yeah. it, it occasionally was closed and you uh-huh. know and i'm sure you've walked in on some stuff so and i'm like, on this train right well as well as being outside and like we're from mm-hmm. the generation that was like let's see if we can jump from the roof to the trampoline, right yeah so like that that stuff happened yeah. also so like what's the like what, what are some of those out? stories what are some of those oh, things gosh. with both of us
1: Y'all were both so creative and your friends would come over and I just never knew what was going to blow up or, (laughs) um, you know, I was telling you the other day that the neighbor, um, next door to us came Mm -hmm. over quite a bit wanting to know which one of you had shot out his windows and I never thought it was y'all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Connor, was it you?
0: it was me. It was you. And Hunter Wysoon. I was going to say, that sounds and like Hunter, a Hunter Wysoon yeah.
1: thing. Hunter, not sorry. Not that I
0: want to throw shade. I'm not yeah. going to throw I'm him in like, the butt, yeah. but I'm not going to act like he wasn't with me. But I
1: always, you know, I didn't see it with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you And just... so... I, We're I about never... to find out if
0: they listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I was not yeah. surprised, I don't think. I know one time, Seth, you had mm-hmm. a bunch of guys over, and we had an old door that we had taken off <laughs> of. <laughs> Of uh, yeah. Sonny's uh, dog, dog run. run. Yeah. And y'all asked me if you could have it. And I thought, well, sure. I didn't know what you were going to do. And I look up and y'all are dragging this door. And y'all drag it mm-hmm. a long way. It's like, what, two miles? Probably. About yeah. two miles to build a fort with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You took shovels. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all just, but I, I encouraged that because yeah. I loved all that creativity. and That was a good fort. Yeah, that was a good fort. That was a good fort. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And, like, were there ever moments where you did see us doing stuff and you thought they're about to hurt themselves, or...
1: Well, I didn't see y'all doing this, but you and Hunter, sorry, Hunter, (laughs) y'all climbed up. I had put the ant um, poison up on the very top shelf in the garage. And
0: specifically told me not to touch it.
1: Well, I... Did I? Did I tell you not to? Which that was my fault because then it's, you know, just like. just It was in my mm -hmm. head. And so y'all climbed up there and got it. Y'all were maybe five and ran around and poured poison on ant beds all day. We
0: take care of the ant problem. That, yeah. See, that's community service. That's there you go. I was exuding what you were teaching. <laughs> yeah, just that's job training. That's community service. Yeah. So Weisen did a yeah, great yeah. job eradicating all ants, birds, rabbits, yes. coyotes, and a couple small cats, <laughs>
1: and some windows. Sounds like a few windows. <laughs> you know what?
0: When you're aiming for a bird, oops, gotta hit yeah. a window. Gotta hit, yeah. hit a window occasionally. <laughs> Wasn't there also a time that a neighbor got mad at me for running on their fence or something?
1: Yes, I got a phone call that you were, you had gotten up on the fence line in the neighborhood and you were just, you were just cutting around all the fences, which I thought was kind of cool that kinda you were agile. doing, but mm, I guess yeah. it was kind of invading some privacy. I feel
0: like we, I feel like every group of boys ends Did up running that. around on fences. <sighs> on fences, on roofs. On roofs, yeah. Everywhere.
1: Yeah, there's a whole series of videotapes, Seth, of you and your buddies. Um <laughs> Yeah, jumping from stuff. roofs to trampolines uh-huh. to you know yeah
0: it was the, it was the era of film yourself that's, doing stupid that's things that's
1: right yeah <laughs>
0: which i guess we're still in we're, yeah. we're still a little bit.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. but yeah. honestly y'all have been the joys of my life it's been so much fun to raise y'all and and i, I wouldn't trade it
0: what are i still i know we're probably about to wrap up but i, I still have a few more questions yeah, go for it man what is one way that we've each ended up a way that you expected?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And what is one way that we've each ended up a way you didn't expect?
1: Mm. Ooh, good question. Well, I expected both of you to be successful and neither of us. (laughs) I feel like both of you are, are successful in your own ways and we'll continue to uh, tap into that. Things that I, what was the question? Like, did didn't get, expect. Didn't that. expect yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect Seth to a really go to LA and B stay.
0: <laughs> as long as I. As did.
1: long as you did, yeah. um, that was a nice surprise. Mm. And I'm very proud of you for stepping out. You didn't know anybody. Nobody. And that took a lot of guts and determination, and you did it, and you did well. Um, I never expected Gunner to run Period. like you do, um, especially, you know, you were you were not a very well little boy and so it's been a a nice surprise to see that um, you're healthy and and both of y'all I have to commend you on your health and your well-being and your um, your determination to stay vibrant and healthy and and I just encourage you to continue that through your lifetime yeah. It's important. To offset the drinking. And-
0: yeah. My, my progress <laughs> as a kid was like super sick, really chubby and husky, normal. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra runner. <laughs> Just it's switch a very, it yeah, switching it up. I have, I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you're never done being a mom, but y- you do sort of finish the, the heavy lifting raising part. Sure. Right. And you kind of get to refocus on yourself. So the last couple of years, um, you know, not having us around as much and having having checked that box of raised children, mm-hmm. right? You still have a family, you always have a family, but what are you looking forward to
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this next chapter of your life?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. Um, I came home from teaching five years ago, mm-hmm. and I wrote down five things that I wanted to do, and I've not done one of them. And so in 2022, that's mm-hmm. my year to do it. And the reason I haven't is, uh, you know, of course, COVID. So two of these years have been kind of a wash. Right, kind yeah. Of yeah, yeah. Um, but I have some I have some personal creative things I would like to mm-hmm. do. Um I'm looking forward to uh, now that, you know, restrictions aren't as tight, traveling a little bit more. You know, when I first came home, your dad and I did some yeah. heavy traveling, and I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, so hopefully.
0: hopefully. What are the five things? If you're comfortable sharing sure. one or okay. two of them. Yeah, yeah I'll All share five. Okay, Speak them into existence.
1: Okay, so one of the things I wanted to do— <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say without laughing, but I wanted to take a dance lesson. Mm-hmm. Just one dance just one? lesson? Just like a dance lesson like, of like, some kind. Oh,
0: so not specific. Not specific. I anything. just
1: want to, yeah, I just mm-hmm. want to take a dance Aww. lesson. Yeah. Um. I want to, <laughs> I want to um, use my camera more and, mm-hmm. you know, learn how to take some better pictures. Um. I would like to, not necessarily blog, but write more mm-hmm. and share it and share it on a blog on a blog. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe y'all could do a blog and have like Mom Monday or
0: that would actually hey, be really fun. absolutely down. Yes. Okay, do Text it, do needs it. A Text needs a website. yeah, Mom Mondays, Mom Mondays. Yeah, Mondays, check
1: it. Um, and then there were a couple of more things. Yeah. But, what are yeah. they? Or well, you're not that's okay. so you're not no, I, am. Um, I would like to learn how to cook mm-hmm. some more difficult things. Okay. You like, know, like, more like of a, a yeah. gourmet like tackle, type. Like
0: a beef Wellington. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: just, just do some, some stuff like et that. Souffle, souffle. I know during COVID I, um, did some pizza dough, mm-hmm. you know, just something different, you yeah. know, just try to challenge. Something that's more of an evolved
0: process mm-hmm. too. Like,
1: mm-hmm because I don't know if y'all have heard but I have beat Netflix I have you, you won. won Netflix <laughs> I have won and so I heard they send you a prize yeah yeah hmm um yeah
0: well there you know there you mentioned five things but there's that there's that sixth thing that you checked off that you, you haven't talked about yet which is because uh you you saw him right you saw Lance right? Mom, mom was telling me earlier that, that she <laughs> spotted the the yellow rider <laughs> she spotted the yellow jersey yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna be real honest. I did not see Lance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Come on, mom, play along. All right, so I did right, see listen,
0: him. though. So, yeah. I saw him. I was playing uh, So I was at the YMCA yep. in Austin
2: mm-hmm.
0: and playing a little pickleball, doing a little. I was I was playing a little yep. pickleball, a little doing a little, little water aerobics with the old people. No, I was playing pickleball at the YMCA hitting the ball back and forth and I keep hearing like a whiff and then a cuss word and a whiff and an ah. There's all this ruckus going on Mm -hmm. on the other side of the court. (coughs) And I look over and I see it's Lance with a pickleball coach and they're trying to teach him how to play pickleball
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and he just can't hit the ball. He's horrible at it. And then he sees me. He locks eyes with me and he kind of loosens up a little bit and he just goes, you know, just when it comes to balls, I've never been that good. And that was my landsliding.
1: I'm sorry, Lance. You <laughs> can I
0: send, rate, your and and send your cease to, uh, and desist to number one Heritage Court, mm-hmm. uh, Andrews, Texas. <laughs> uh, care of Seth and Gunnar Rogers. <laughs> <Ceased> and <laughs> cease and desist. Cease and desist. That's uh, anytime you want to sue sorry. us. We are. <laughs> we'd be happy to be sued by you, sir. <laughs> well, Mom, I've already cried once saying how much I love you on this podcast, but we love you so much, and it was just fun to get you on our show yeah. and just talk to you. We told you in the we told our mom in the kitchen earlier, there's nothing specific we want to talk about. We just want hang just out with our mom. really want to share our mom with our tens and tens of listeners. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thanks, you guys. Y'all are my favorites, both of you. And I just love you so much. And <coughs> I'm so proud of you. And I'm looking forward to the holidays.
0: Mm. Holiday time. The holidays are a- coming. I'm already gaining like two pounds and we've we'll only been holding i Dude, for like I'm, a day. I'm shooting for 10 per holiday. It would be nice. All right, well, mom, we love you. We thank love you so, you so much, much for hanging out with us. If you listen to this point, thank you. Like, share, subscribe, download. Text ish underscore pod on Instagram. Text ish at any place. Podcasts are streamed. Give our mom a follow. Yeah, uh, K E Raj. Right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. O oh, two
1: o three or
0: three? K E Raj o two o three on Instagram. Give her, give her a follow. Give her a comment. Maybe She's she'll got be your mom. All the most beautiful I pictures. Love to be your mom. She will be she will adopt she will, you. She will adopt <laughs> you immediately. We mean it. She has mothered hundreds of children in Andrews, Texas. She's really and bad. loves every one of them. Bye y'all.